You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Randoms Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I ain't got no AKAs today, nigga. I'm tired. Um, and as usual, I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's Candice, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Um, my AKA is please take us out of your marital group chat, Will and Jada. Please. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> let, let us go. Give, give us free. <laughs> Let us out. Let me out, though. I don't. I don't want them out. I would like I, to be I, removed from this marriage. I would like to be removed <laughs> from this. From this, I don't want no parts of this narrative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> we we back, y'all. We back. We glad to be back. Um. Let's chit chat about what's what's going on and no we're not going to talk about will and jada you can hop on twitter facebook tiktok and any goddamn where else and see they talking about that um i want to talk about what's been going on with potomac i is i just feel like so much is coming out that's not going to be on the show right i got a problem with that right (laughs) right Mia and G, uh, now Candace and Chris Bassett, one of our unfortunate uh, Halloween skeletons by the name of Tasha K says that a <laughs> Hold woman. On, wait, I just called. <laughs> don't she look like the skeleton emoji? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Skeleton disliked this post. <laughs> Tasha K says that a woman popped in her DMs with proof saying that she has been having a six-month-long affair with none other than Chris Bassett, husband to Candace Dillard Bassett, and that she had an abortion because she was pregnant with his baby and that he wants to leave Candace, but she's basically his meal ticket. And Tasha Kay did an interview with the lady. The lady was two shades to the damn wind. High and drunk, Tasha K didn't post or have any receipt to back up anything she was saying. And so the only thing that's giving me some pause is that Candace has been eerily quiet on social media. That's what has been quite funny to me because when the news broke about Chris and Monique Samuels, she was tweeting. She had a lot to say. I knew it, blah, blah, blah. She had a lot of negative, mean, nasty things to say. And so now that your marriage is under fire, and now that some woman is coming forward saying she was pregnant by your husband, while you are doing fertility treatments, you are quiet. And I feel like if there was a, if it was a whole last lie, like a whole, whole last super duper lie, Candace would have came out and been like, bullshit, it's a lie. I know what's going on. This lady is a liar. She's a fucking stalker, a psycho. None of that. She said nothing. She's reposting videos from that album and shit. I just find it peculiar to always have commentary on someone else's marriage. Even Ashley and Michael Darby, who we can't stand them, 
had a ton of commentary on that, had a lot to say about Juan and Robin, had a lot to say when Giselle was trying to get back with Jamal Bryant, a lot to say about Chris and Monique, and you and mums the word about these allegations looming against your husband. Miss Mouth of the of the Potomac South any other day of the fucking week, but now you're quiet. Because I believe, and shout out to John and Jackie of the John Effect podcast, where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, I can't, I don't believe that this woman was pregnant by Chris, but I believe there was inappropriate conversations. I believe that Candace and Chris are both quiet because they're working with the PR team to figure out how to spin this and how to get from underneath it. But I absolutely believe to some capacity, Chris was caught being inappropriate with another woman. And I just want to say, if you are getting cheated on by a white man with two baby mamas and no can't keep a restaurant open and is a bartender at the W, that is very fucking wicked. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like y'all put white men on the pedestal, but they are fucking they are the they are the innovators of treating women like shit. The absolute innovators. This man don't even be seeing his kids. He already got enough. Like, you got enough free time to be in the bitch DMs talking about you like how she fried chicken. Why don't you go check in on them motherfucking kids you already got? <laughs> Why don't you make it so Miss Dorothy don't got to keep helping pay the mortgage? <laughs> you got all that free time and no free money. For what free, is we doing? Free time, no free money is crazy. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't have much to add on. I will say where the smoke does fire. I think the only thing that gives me pause to completely go in on it is one, the source is Tasha K. Um, two, that the woman clearly was not in her right mind. And three, if that timing of it's been sick an affair for six months gives me pause only because of other news that you know we'll talk about um in Potomac. Like, how we haven't heard about any of that. Like, that's around the time of filming. And we heard the th what was going on with uh, Mia and Gordon, like, at, damn near in real time around the filming as well. So that's the, those are the only three things that give me pause about it. But, I mean, I don't put shit past nobody. So, hey, if there's truth to it, if it comes out, w listen, what's done in the dark will come to the light of the white man or whatever the fuck they be saying. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I will say though, uh, if it is true, uh, Chris, you kind of dumb because Candace is kind of Candace, and by extension, Dorothy is your meal ticket. So, uh, mm, mm, yeah, mm. yeah, nasty work, very shaky, mm. well, very shaky. Well, prayers down, white man. Uh, speaking of prayers down, uh, me, <laughs> me and Gordon, um, I. Mm. Mm. Nobody cares that this woman used you for your money. You plucked Mia and her naked ass out of a strip club while being 20 years her senior. She was not there for the longevity. She was there for the money. Yeah. Like this she was is... not madly in love with you because you were just her end all be all. She was madly in love with you. Because it gave her a way out of the strip club into financial stability and security. And she gave you those kids to 
to lock it in even further. It's like your money was the concrete and those kids was the rebar reinforcement. Right. You know what this is? This is kind of like, I and you know, I might be out of bounds here and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, friend. But like, this is kind of like the inverse of like Greg and Quad, ain't it? Because like Quad, you know, she, Quad, like we all know Greg got, uh, Greg got Quad about the strip club, but like she legitimately did like, love him and try to make it work he was just an abusive piece of shit yeah and and this is not that like <laughs> there was me mia was not quad <laughs> gordon mia was not quad she she legit was just with you for the money like that because <laughs> you ain't even a piece of shit like like not the, like greg is she but for me did not like you she liked your money nigga like you I do find it funny, like, he, he really going around thinking, like, people going to give him sympathy. It's like, sir, you was a trick. Wait, yeah. What, what did Snoop Dogg say? You was a sucker and you got licked. For sure. <laughs> it ain't the same. It is not the same. And I don't know what you want us to do with this information. I don't know what smear campaign you're running that you think will paint y'all situation in a different light. Especially because Word on the curve is that when you and Mia got together, you were still married to your first wife. Mm. Now that part I didn't know. Mm. Yeah. So not only, not only allegedly, did you get up out the strip club? You got up out the strip club and made her, made her, her your mistress while you were still married. Mm. Mm. Exactly. So I don't know what type of. I I just don't know what he want for us. Now what I will say it. It might not matter because they probably done filming and stuff. Um, and like you know, we said this is probably not going to be on the season, which is going to piss us the hell off. But if on the off chance they do, what is that going to do for the dynamic with Mia amongst the ladies? Because while none of us gonna have any sympathy for for her, I can see a couple of the ladies on Potomac kind of rallying around Mia to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or rather, or, or or admonishing her for you know like how dare you? And it's like he was a trick, beloved. Like what? Is she, like, I mean, she, yeah. What do you want us to do with that information? Yeah, but I can see her being. Ooh, you you know who would def- she would definitely be at odds with? Miss 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 uh, Sanctimonious of Marriage, Karen. <laughs> that's who I can see. That's that. I can dare show see Karen looking out of her. For for licking the sucker, it's like beloved. <laughs> I hope it don't. Well, get her and Karen are into it anyways this season. So yeah, true, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. I hope it don't go like that, but I can just see it because, like you said, they already into it any goddamn way. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't honestly think Karen would care about being with about Mia being with Gordon for his money because she was she's with Ray Huger for his money, like. True. Karen is Ray's sugar baby. It just so happens that Karen had her own money as well, but she certainly got with Ray because he was he was as yoked or more so than her at the time. And and you know she has her own without him, but she has more with him. Yeah. But yeah, she certainly wouldn't have a dog in that fight because she's what 10, 20 years younger than Ray. Yeah. yeah f- she fifteen, I think. Yeah, something like that. So she'd have to go ahead and be quiet her damn self. Um, I mean, I just, I I don't know what Gordon wants for us, but what I want him to know is that we don't care. 
you went from a sugar daddy to a sour daddy. The the sugar is gone. And so is Mia. You literally went from sugar to shit. Yeah, the mignon is gone. <laughs> the mignon is gone. <laughs> Ain't no more mignon. Ain't no more money. The money gone. So is the love. The That's money. why y'all was sitting up there renovating a goddamn rental a rental property. Y'all was the foolish motherfuckers in the world. Mm. Well, you know, prayers, prayers down, beloved. Prayers down. You'll be alright. You'll find you'll find another sugar baby. You'll be alright. Not, not as not as long as them finances stay locked up. <laughs> but hey, your G's moving silence because they locked. Up. No, your G's moving silence because you ain't got nothing no more. So, you know, which I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah. Plus, I want to talk about um, Salt Lake City because I don't necessarily care for Angie, but I am absolutely here for the way Angie dragged the shit out of Meredith about that rumor about her husband, Sean. I'm here for Sean's uh, confessionals and green screens because I had the same thought process. You could have brought up Sean, the rumors of Sean cheating on Angie without trying to discuss his sexuality, right? Correct. Cheating is, is bad full stop. It doesn't matter if he's cheating with another woman, if he's cheating with a man, if he is bisexual. That's nobody's business. And as a woman with a son who is out loud and proud you and, and doesn't like really answering questions about his sexuality... And kiss fluidity to try to out somebody with no proof, no receipts. Trying to out somebody is awful full stop. Let's just stop there. It doesn't matter if you got proof or not. That's just wrong. So I just feel like you're triple trifling for doing this and you understand why this is not okay. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm at with that. It's 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 messed up considering well it's messed up on just just in and of itself, but it also is is made even worse by the fact that that was your issue with people saying that was your issue with um with Jen when Jen had her followers and had people making troll accounts saying um disparaging and homophobic things about your son that was your one of one of your biggest issues with her and rightfully so because that shit was fucked up so why are you bringing up this rumor spreading it um and making the focal point about the sexuality like like you said it's bad enough if he's cheating and and i appreciate sean for saying that well, the, the rumors about his sexuality does not bother him. He is secure in his sexuality. If he, whatever they say, he doesn't have a problem with anything gay, bi, or whatever. He, what he takes issue and umbrage with is the fact that people are insinuating that he, he has cheated on his wife. And I, same, like that, like keep that, first of all, keep my name out your mouth, period. Number one. Number two, damn sure don't insinuate that I'm cheating on my wife. And number three, like, I don't care. Like sexual, my sexuality is my own, but don't insinuate that I'm cheating on my wife. Yeah, and I love that Angie took the dig she did when she said the only person stepping out on their marriage constantly is you, Meredith. Mm. Which, which we rolled the bean footage. As Lisa says, you fucked half of New York, <laughs> and white women be under underestimating. So it's probably three quarters of New York. Mm. Meredith's mouth, I tell you what. 
Oh my God, that's the show title. <laughs> Meredith's mouth. <laughs> you take and you take what you mean and what you will. <laughs> take take do with it what you will. <laughs> do with that what you will. I I can also so and they clocked Meredith T real good. They did because they were rolling the footage back showing how uh, Monica brought up the rumor first and then Meredith basically said she heard the same thing but Meredith it was you who decided to circulate this rumor amongst the girls Correct. that's what makes you the problem somebody that's not amongst this group of girls coming and telling y'all something y'all have the y'all can choose whether or not you bring that chaos into the group and because you have this nasty history and you don't like Angie K, you felt justified in spreading a rumor that is harmful and homophobic. Problematic, to say the least. Meanwhile, you you will scream, you will quietly scream your fucking head off if somebody say something about you and your goddamn dysfunctional-ass husband taking a bath together or joking about your bathtub. You flew off the fucking handle on Whitney about that you argue with Jen for damn near two seasons about nobody messes with my family. My family. <laughs> Almost ended their friendship with Lisa because she said you fucked half of New York. And but but you don't care about spreading rumors about somebody else's family, somebody else's husband, somebody else's marriage. Yeah. And then you got up and stormed away like a fucking coward because you got your feet held to the fire. And rightfully so. It is kind of funny, right? To like you go from being the the uh you go from being the victim to the villain. All it takes is one season. Yeah. Cause people definitely cause 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 cause, cause as much as we clown about her, like she had a right to be upset at all of those things, right? But then you turn around and do what was done to you, you go around and do it to others. Yeah. One thing about Absolutely. them tables. They gonna turn. Speaking of turn, if y'all don't get to like the good parts of the of 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 the other uh, storylines, we might turn this shit off. Because I'm I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. The, the season so far has been carried by Meredith, Angie, and Monica. I'm gonna keep it a bean. Yeah, like what else is going on now? I ain't gave a damn about whatever hell we got going on. I ain't gave a damn about whatever the hell Whitney got going on. Mary's here. <laughs> and that's like it, y'all, y'all. And gotta... that's and that's and that's being generous because Mary does not live in the same universe that the rest of us do. I just right, <laughs> right. We on Earth. Mary is is Mary. <laughs> Mary is on planet what? Yes, exactly. No, Mary is on planet Mary. That's what she is. And you know, I don't. Y'all know as we inch towards November, and we're gonna have a jam-packed lineup with Potomac coming back, Married to Medicine coming back, Bell Collective coming back. Yeah. I don't have no problem cutting no show out of the out the lineup if it's fucking boring. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Cause uh like stop, if y'all don't go ahead, friend. Nah, because like you, you started off strong. Like Salt Lake City started off strong, but now it's like it seems like y'all running out of steam and material. Yeah. So y'all gotta tighten it up because once the heavy heavy hitters come back, we ain't got no problems making adjustments. No problem making adjustments. Like if 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 need be, we can put this shit on the Patreon. 
and put it and put it in the put it in the plan in the snow pile with uh with Adrian. Yeah. So. Yep. But anyway, speaking of moving on. Well, you know, um, basketball wives is back. True. And Evelyn is back. Brittany Renner is a part of the the lineup this year, and I'm not disappointed in this season premiere. Let me let me be honest. I'm not disappointed. It did what it was supposed to have done. Brooke is back. Some lady named Vanessa, who is friends with Jackie, is back. Um, well, is here. And Jen Williams is back. And she's married to that scammer. Hmm. I just want to say, I would like for Jennifer Williams to go to therapy. And let me tell you why. There is no reason for a 40, nearly 50-year-old woman to always be running headfirst into brick walls when it comes to relationships. You did the same thing with Tim Norman from Sweetie Pie's fat, murder, fat, wide-hit, murderous ass. You did a similar thing with Jelani, and when you figured out he didn't have enough money to keep you dripped in Gucci and gold, you ran off on the, on the plug. And now you with this guy who has a history of scamming people a criminal record that alludes that he's a fucking scammer and he commits fraud. And you have decided to get engaged to this man. Did Tim teach you nothing? I was like, I did, like did did Busty Wide Hit Murder for Hire Tim teach you nothing? You need to go sit on that lady couch and you need to talk to her because you have abandonment issues. Yeah, like I'm not one to say I, I'm not one to say that you are what you attract. Um, or that, you know, and especially like when it comes to, you know, women, because Lord knows, Lord knows men are ridiculous. Um, however, um, some, some in the milk ain't clean, Jen. <laughs> some, some in the milk is not clean. Yeah, it's not. Because your, your dating history is, yeah, ooh, yeah, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, shaky. And that's being and kind even- and even when you was married to Eric Williams, like you low key should have married his misogynistic, mean, abusive ass. Yeah. Like I understand wanting to have a nice, comfortable life. And I understand we're living in a time where we see so many people struggle financially, even our goddamn selves. <laughs> but you are willing to put up with a lot to have financial stability Instead of honestly figuring out ways to create it for yourself that doesn't include a man. Yeah. Jennifer strikes me as one of those types where, like, she just can't enjoy being single. Yeah. Which is kind of sad at her big-ass age. Yeah. Um, Evelyn is back, and she is um, also engaged or dating or in a serious relationship with a guy that she met on a dating show. I know you remember that dating show when it was her, Tamar. And one other person? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the guy from that, she's still with him. And that's a good thing. Um, I will say, though, I I'm not... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, friend. No, I said this in the pre- when we were talking in the pregame. And on the one hand, it don't surprise me that Ev is back. But on the other hand, it is kind of surprising that she's back, at least to me. Like, it's just kind of weird, like, seeing her back in this on on this platform, like, after, you know, what happened last time. But also, because this platform is this platform, I'm not surprised at either. It's just kind of, huh, she's back. That's odd. Well, if we are to be honest, it's because a lot of these ladies underestimate just how much relevancy 
reality TV has given them, and they do get a little bit tired themselves. They do start to forget what these shows did for them, the bag that these shows put in their pocket, and, you know, they start to feel like they, I don't need reality TV. We see it with the housewives. We see it with, um, you know, basketball wives. We see it with love and hip hop and so on and so forth. If your claim to fame is social media, I mean, it's reality TV, which, again, I understand that these ladies were dating ball players and professional athletes before TV, but they were financially, they were at the mercy of those men they were with. And yeah. they've told their stories before, with the exception of like maybe Shawnee. And we've seen it most recently in Malaysia when she, when her and Janeiro Pargo went their separate ways, she started struggling financially when he pulled his financial support from her. Yeah. And so reality TV has given a lot of these women a chance to have their own check. It's given them a chance to turn it into more by having opportunities outside of these shows, hosting events, other TV show opportunities. Evelyn has had her own reality TV on own and things like that. You know, Tammy has had other avenues that ended up becoming a full-time actress and things like that. Reality TV has done a lot for you ladies. So when y'all leave and y'all like, shit, I don't need this shit no more. A lot of times y'all do end up coming back because that shit helped. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, I wanted, I I do want to discuss Jackie's delusional bullshit because <laughs> I feel like you can literally say that every every season. Well, no, it's it's this thing where she's still pretending like she doesn't really understand why Jennifer doesn't fuck with her. I feel like she got a problem with me. I don't have a problem with her. We watched you last season call this lady all type of bitches and hoes and threaten to put your hands on her and all kind of shit. Like, Jackie, what are you saying here? It reminds me of back in the day, like, when her Evelyn was into it. <laughs> like, Evelyn, like she was saying all types of crazy shit about Evelyn and about her uh, daughter and that uh, situation and then wondering why, why Evelyn wanted to fight her. <laughs> yeah. And even... <laughs> And even to this day, Jen denies that she said anything about Evelyn's daughter. To which we do see Evelyn's daughter in the season premiere at this party. And I thought that was interesting, to say the least. Right? 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 Because the last time we remember Evelyn's daughter being brought up, what um, uh, didn't Malaysia throw a table at Jen for that shit? Was that that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she also she also found out that um that Evelyn, I mean that Jen was saying shit about her as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was the same season, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that her daughter was in the opener considering so much, you know, tension and drama conversation was about another a grown ass woman talking about her. Yeah. And and this first episode started off messy because we're introduced to this lady named Vanessa who appears to be a friend of Jackie's. She is trying so and hard. She is a try hard with that fucking bang, not the bang. <laughs> Whoa, oh, 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 oh. The trying. The, the trying. Um, she says that she is related to 
Evelyn's ex-fiance's uh, ex-partner or ex-girlfriend or ex-wife or whoever she was, she her family member is Carl's uh, ex before Evelyn. And she says that she has beef with Evelyn and she calls herself the bill collector and she's going to get some straightening with Evelyn and all this other shit. And it's just, girl, Damn. and Evelyn, and, and for again, for a change, I absolutely agree with Evelyn. Evelyn says her and Carl have not been together in over 10 years at this point. They have not dated. They have not had sex. They have not been in any type of romantic relationship in over 10 years now. Hell, if I'm not mistaken, she was at one point, her and Carl were trying to have another baby and Evelyn ended up freezing her eggs and not having a baby when they broke up. And their yeah. child together is got to be like eight, nine or some shit like that. Yeah. Girl, please. Fucking yeah. please. It just it's very try hard, very much given. I'm I, I, I have my chance on this show. I want to make a name for myself. Let me have beef with, you know, one of the longest running members who, you know, has returned for this season so I can have my moment because I can assure you nobody cares about this. Shit. Nobody at all. It's so weird. It's very weird. Like, it's very, very weird. On, on, a, like... show, on a show where we got Jackie, Evelyn and Jennifer all on the same show. When you the weird one out the bunch, that is that is a problem. Yeah, it's a super problem. When you weirder than Jackie Christie, something has gone awry. But which speaking of, we is Shauna still producing the show? Um, absolutely. Absolutely why, is. Why are we still trying to have Jackie be the mother hen of the show? I don't know. When the girls don't really care for Jackie. Like, like, because we've had this problem for a minute. Like, this has been what? Because I know basketball wives took like the longest thing to breaking their back now. But like the season prior, the season before that, the season before that, um, the season where it was the big blow up with um with um shit um fuck um damn Malaysia wow. yes and um what's the other one the other one. Um, fuck, why am I blanking? Jesus, my memory. Um, the coach. I forget his name. I forget his name. Um, Byron Scott. Byron Scott. Um, his oh, wife. Yes, that, that whole look. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like, ever since then, like, they've been trying to have Jackie be, like, the mother hen of the show, and no? <laughs> why? <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's weird. It's absolutely weird. And and useless. Um, I I enjoyed the first season. We are seeing Brittany Renner come onto the show, and she comes on with this "woe is me" um little spiel about PJ Washington Jr. giving her hell when it comes to co-parenting and wanting us to feel sorry for her. And I'm just gonna tell you, honey, I don't. That boy is like ten years yo 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 junior. I was about to say, didn't she groom him? Oh my! That, yeah, that's how it's been said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, mm, I, mm, I don't know about that one, beloved. You're gonna have to get your sympathy elsewhere. Yeah. I, mm. And from what I remember, I remember when it came out, like PJ said, 
Britney wouldn't let him see their child. And he was paying all his child support. But now it appears he fought back and he had they have joint custody. And so it seems like she's a bit in her feelings about it because she thought she had the upper hand. Also, so, also he did what he did he did what he was supposed to do on what niggas who um cry about they they baby mama won't let me see my kids. Like so he did the right thing, went through the proper channels and now now he got joint custody. Yes. Oh huh. correct. Well good on him. Um but yeah, that's that's it so far in the previews. It looks like um uh, Vanessa and Evelyn are gonna be into it next episode. Damn, and yeah. Jesus. And then uh Brittany Renner and Brooke are gonna be into it. Mm. And Brooke and Jackie look like they'll making amends from the reunion. So I'm looking forward to the season. Let's yes. uh let's talk love and marriage Huntsville before we get out of here. There's a lot to unpack. Carlos, I'm very sick of this Maurice is a 40-year-old virgin storyline. <laughs> this is a grown man who has been <laughs> ugly all of his life. He's he did not sh- make me believe he is used to going without sex. <laughs> okay? You not cannot make me believe he's been ugly his whole life. <laughs> Not you ugly say, forever. Not you saying keep me his first bad bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, yo, cause hold on, Nick, cause uh <laughs> cause did I say he had like a nigga who ain't used to pussy? <laughs> he do. <laughs> he act like he is not used to uh having like no, he act like somebody who who gets it nonstop. And based on what we know of this couple, even before Timmy was diagnosed with breast cancer, <laughs> he was complaining about not getting it enough film. So you should be used to it. Oh man. You should be used to it. But now jokes aside, I am I'm with you. Like I've I have hated this storyline ever since we learned about Kimmy's di- diagnosis. I've hated it since he did those interviews with Carlos King. Like I I just hate it. Like there are so many things that we could be talking. Yeah, just with Kimmy alone, like we could, we could and should be seeing a storyline or just seeing a seeing what it's like. Uh, uh, Navigating, one- getting back to yourself. Yes. After having a an extremely aggressive form of breast cancer. Yes. What is your career like now? Yes. You know how are you navigating as a mom. How does this right. take a toll on? You know, step parenting, monster, your health, and, your wellness, and, and, and everything except all we see you talk about is how Maurice is constantly complaining that y'all are not having sex enough, and what can you do, and what should you do, and going to a sex therapist. Like, come the fuck on. And and now to add to that, it could because we don't get to see this often. It could it could have been. A, a chance to show in a positive light a husband being supportive, being understanding, being emotionally intelligent. What's that like being the partner and helping someone recover, you know, basically her life from, you know, like you said, an aggressive form of breast cancer. Instead, no, what do we see? A nigga who act like he ain't never used to pussy. And like you said, we are seeing like such this group, this annoying ass story of like, it's all about Kimmy and just keep me fulfilling the need for her husband, a grown ass man, to have sex. Like that's the focal point. I hate it so much. 
I hate it. I it it, it every time I see it on my screen when I watch this show, anytime it's is they on the screen and that's the topic. I it grinds my gears. I hate it so fucking much. I get up and go to the kitchen and give me a snack. <laughs> Until a new scene pop up. Because I just feel there is no reason for a 40 plus year old man to carry on so childishly. Like your home hormones are raging, like you're going through puberty. Like it is quite literally disgusting to have to see. It is. Like I was upset, like it is. Like this is this is disgusting behavior to see a man to see a man like revolve basically put his wife's cancer to the side for his need to want need to have sex and and being upset with his wife because she is recovering from literal fucking cancer and for that to be the focal point in the storyline. Yeah, I hate it so much. I I truly hate it. Like yeah. like before this, I could tolerate. Maurice, but now I flat out hate him. I I low key hate him more than Marceau. I'm not even gonna hold you, and that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, because at least Marceau gives Tisha hell while she's a sound minded body, right? And he and even because remember that meeting um, when they went out to dinner, um, and even Marceau, as terrible as he is, he had enough sense to be like, dude. He was like, like bro, all <laughs> you could think about is sex while your wife is fighting for her life, right? Like. <laughs> He even he was disgusted, and to me that says a lot. A hell of a lot. Because he is disgusting. So to be disgusting and end up disgusted is quite a feat, quite a task. You truly have you truly have error. Yeah, you are on the wrong side of this whole conversation and situation. Correct. Speaking of being on the wrong side, um, speaking of the wrong side of Marceau, there's some uh, interesting things. Going on with Mr. Marceau. Uh, Fran, you want to take this one since you got the tea? Well, so after the after that dinner with Chris and Nell Fletcher, um, they have been, the messy Fletchies, have been going back and basically playing a game of telephone about the things Marceau and Leticia were saying as it pertains to Martel and Mel. And so Chris told... Martel that Marceau said he doesn't respect you know their business practices and their business acumen um, and so on and so forth and that's when Martel went on a rampage about how if it wasn't for he and Mel um, Marceau and Tisha wouldn't be where they're at it was them that helped them start scope they weren't able to do it without them and when Marceau got fired as a manager from a movie theater, it was a house that Martel and Mel had that they let them move into and how they loaned them a car until they could get on their feet. And while we started recording, Marceau and Leticia have taken the social media. Um, here, let me, let me dig it up, matter of mm. fact. Um, basically... Saying uh, Mar- Marceau talking about how he um, how he owns several apartment buildings and while he was working at that movie theater and so on and so forth and they never did oh here it goes he says I hope they realize that while I worked at a movie theater I also owned a sixty unit apartment complex with Reese 
I owned a 12-plex apartment complex with Tisha. I owned a fourplex with Reese, and I owned between seven to ten single-family homes. They insisted that we use their car for about a week because Tisha didn't want to drive my Jeep. We never stayed in anything they owned, and they never said we did. And Tisha talking about, stop playing with us. Let's go. Playtime is over. Mm. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That was going as hell. I'm not going <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what they want from us, what they want us to do with this information. The fact of the matter is, in some form, in some capacity, the host looked out for y'all. The host helped y'all get scold off the ground. And why are you so ashamed to, to say it? And it's because, in my opinion, y'all want to seem like some uppity, uh, got it out the mud, self-made millionaire blacks when actually not y'all story and if you owned all this property my question is why did you need mel and marcel to buy into into scope so that y'all could you know get it off the ground that's my biggest question yeah because none of this changes that fact is my thing like the the story has not changed the story of how scope got off the ground was a joint effort like it ain't like y'all like this has not changed that oh y'all oh y'all did it and y'all just hit and, and and Mel and Martell just got on no this was this was a joint effort my nigga and the and and word on the curb and this is very much so alleged is that he was fired from that movie theater for sexual harassment I don't know how much credence that has because how would somebody who was not the person sexually harassed know that it's not like the former employer could give that kind of information up legal yeah so. Do with that what you will. Um, I want to talk, though, about something that's really starting to rub me the wrong way, and it's Kiki. I understand that you felt like you had an ally in Mel when you and Tisha were on the out. But to con consistently bring mess to Mel about Tisha and Marceau, when you could just go to your cousin and get off your chest the problem that you have with her, it's getting on my nerves. Because we know that when Marceau and Tisha watch this, they are going to act as if Mel has orchestrated this. And it's, it's, it, to me, it's giving coward, Kiki. It's absolutely giving coward crackhead cousin, coward triple crackhead. C. Coward crackhead cousin, crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is uh, no reason <laughs> to keep trying to run with these rumors. The first thing is that Tisha has been told several times by several people that her husband cheats on her and she doesn't believe it. She don't care. She's not leaving that man. Yeah. And no no amount of constantly bringing these rumors up on camera is going to help that. And it's not going to help y'all relationship as family. You claim you want your cousin back and y'all relationship back, but every time we blink, you throwing your cousin under the bus. It's very weird. I thought it was weird um, for the fact that, like, like okay, another Marceau cheating rumor. I am so shocked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was my reaction. It's like, okay, another cheating rumor. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure most of, if not all of us, are like where the smoke does fire, right? Like, we would not be shocked in the fucking slightest. You know what I'm saying? Like, we... Let's like, Martell's okay. former mistress already told us on that Atlanta trip that all three of them niggas was down there doing their thing. 
Yeah, right, exactly. So it's like, okay, he a cheater. The sky is blue. Tisha ain't leaving him until she ready, if she is ever ready. So, like, what are we doing here? Like, that was my reaction. It was just like, okay, another cheating room. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's like, ah, uh, right, here yeah. we are again, more cheating. Right. <laughs> if anything, saying, saying that the rumors aren't true, that would be that would be actual news and shocking. Yeah. Or hell, yeah, tell absolutely. us that. Or tell her, tell us that Tisha got her some dick, got her lick back. Hell, that she cheated too. Shit, now that now that would be interesting. Now that's what I want to hear. Right, and depending depending on if 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 she cheated, and depending on who she cheated with, I might like to see it. For sure, as long as it's not somebody with titties bigger than hers, like Marceau. That's all I want to see. Somebody built better. Because <laughs> I feel like Tisha be modeling her BBLs after Marceau. <laughs> I want what he got. All right. Leave me alone. I'm just saying. Um, that's, that's it, right? Um, more or less. It's gonna get messy next episode. Oh, they're gonna what, be fighting. What, hold up, before what did you think about the the sit down and confrontation? Uh, their Marceau, Martel, and then when uh Chris uh popped up. I mean, it's much like I said. I feel that. Marceau is trying to paint an image of like some self-made millionaire who got it out the mud. And I feel like this season is exposing that he and Tisha did not in fact get it out the mud and telling us that you've owned this, this property or that property with these people or that people y'all have not owned anything. You've never owned anything that you didn't own, you know, in a in congruence with somebody else. You own property with Maurice. You own property with Tisha. You own property. You did. Sculpt was a joint venture initially. You've never truly gotten it out the mud by yourself. And the word on the curb is you a slumlord. And you've been fined repeatedly and arrested at least once for not taking care of properties. Well, true enough. It's funny because uh, I watch this on YouTube, and as y'all know, sometimes I watch them on YouTube to read the comments. And most of the comments was like, "Martel has very valid points about Marcel, but also get out that damn house." <laughs> yeah, get out that damn house. Martel was absolutely right about Marcel, um, and that everybody on this show is able to do what they are currently doing because of the platform the show has afforded them. So I don't know what Marceau is talking about because black is black the cigar lounge, black the, the champagne. Nobody is buying that shit if y'all are not reality TV stars. Yeah, man, I'm saying buying it even with y'all being TV stars from being So it's just like get off the gas. And also, I want to say this. Tisha's brain is as smooth as ice in a skating rink after the Zamboni drive over it. Because there is no way I'm going to build any type of friendship with you after you have repeatedly disrespected my partner and called him bitches and this, that, and the third. And to sit there and go, well, I like Stormy. Stormy don't give a damn about you, girl. Because <laughs> if she did, even if she has conflict with your husband, she would at least on behalf of you handle it respectfully. Because Marceau and Mel have been into it. And Mel do not be sitting up there calling that man bitches and sassy and one of the girls and shit like that. So, yeah. no, Stormy like doesn't she like She dragged him, but not like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, Stormy doesn't respect you. Yeah. And this is again, you have you have an issue with discernment. You have an issue with discernment. <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious. Want to be friends with someone who think you and your husband pussy is crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy is all get out. <laughs> crazy like, as the damn dickens. Like I didn't mean to make myself laugh, but when you really think about the fit of them she she think both you and your niggas is supposed to. You want to be friends with her. I like her. Do you? That is hilarious. Yeah, it's a mess. Imagine wanting to be friends with a woman who think you and your husband is some bitches like that. Yeah, like absolutely not. Mm-mm. Sorry, not sorry. I don't know about that one, Tisha. I like Stormy. Do you? I, I, I bet you do, darling. I bet you do. No, she do because she feel the same way. She think Marceau a bitch too. Yeah, that's what that's that. You know what? If somebody on the on the YouTube uh, channel uh, said that, it's like Tisha Tisha low key like like women or like the women on the show that say what she want to say to Marceau, but she don't have the courage to. Yeah. Absolutely. That that that's what that is. It's like I like Storm. I want to call you a bitch too, Marcel, but I'm married to you. Yeah, I gotta sleep next to you at night, so I better chill, or I won't get my monthly allowance. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. I say I want to call you a bitch too, but I need some work done around the house because Lord knows you ain't gonna help with the kids. Mm-hmm. You say that's a woman's job. Yep. Well, that's it, y'all. Don't don't be don't don't be a teacher out here, okay? Don't don't be sitting around kikiing with somebody calling your partner a bitch, okay? Have some pride and respect for yourself. You trying to chase a friendship with somebody who don't even respect you? Stand up, stand up for Christ's sake on them turtle toes you got. <laughs> All right, we out. <laughs> Wombat wig wearing ass. Why? You know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week, y'all. Bye, y'all.